I think also <laughs> yes, but no cuddling afterward is so funny. It's like yes, but boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> Leave right after. Oh my god, that is like you can have my pussy, but not my heart. Oh my god. <laughs> hey y'all. Hey. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. Literally two seconds ago, me and Maya were dying of laughter. Yes. <laughs> because just randomly, uh, you know, Fergie got brought up. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you guys remember when she sang the national anthem that one time. <laughs> and it's just like, it was it was a lot. Yeah. And as I said to Maya, I feel like the reason for that atrocity... <laughs> <laughs> Is because she likes to, like, show that she could do a lot of different things at once. Yeah. Right? No, she definitely... She wants to show her versatility. And sometimes the versatility is not needed. Right. Does she have Gemini in her chart? I feel like she must. You should look it up. I feel like she must. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was during... it was like the playoffs. It was a playoffs yeah, game, and it was. it was for the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. I, I know, because I, I love the Warriors. We're from San Francisco, and I remember like it was showing like, like Draymond Green's face, and he yeah. could not keep in his laughter, and like it was just a mess. Yeah, it was a mess because it seemed like it was like some sort of sick joke, right? But it wasn't. No, yeah, and oh my gosh, yeah. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, definitely go watch it. Have a good laugh. But I agree with you that she does try to be versatile because in her, you know, hit album <laughs> where uh, she had Fergalicious and stuff, we were also just joking about how she also had like a gospel song on there. She had a yeah, rock song on there. She had every genre and more. Yeah. Like coming to a city <laughs> near you. <laughs> that could have been right. her tour <laughs> slogan. <laughs> I feel like she was trying to hit a Grammy in every like category. No, right. Stop. <laughs> yes. And they probably would have thought about giving it to her because she was white. Yeah, because she's a white woman. <laughs> oh, oh so God. freaking So she funny. does not have any oh, Gemini in her chart. Fascinating. But her sun is in Aries and her mm. moon is in Libra. Mm. And I feel like when your sun and moon oppose each other, you can't help but feel pulled and pushed and, you know, taken everywhere. Yes. All at once. You know? Because yeah. those are pretty prominent planets in your chart so when they're opposites from each other i feel like you don't really know what you want to do right you're kind of taken in every direction yeah you know that's funny i feel like if aries and libra had a baby it would be gemini because <laughs> they're kind of all over the place yeah yeah for sure uh, but yeah, mm, interesting. And maybe that Libra moon also makes her want to please everybody, like we said, right? Yeah. She's in every genre, so she wants to please everybody. And that is very Libra moon behavior, I yeah. would say. Trying to catch, cast their net as wide as possible. Exactly. Like, you could like me too. I right. got something for you too. Everybody <laughs> likes me. <laughs> Wait, you don't like me? What can I do for you to like me? Right. I can sing this song. <laughs> I can sing this song. Oh my God. Aww. Yes. <laughs> I mean, listen, I still fuck with that for delicious. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. London Bridge. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like we're not at all right. disputing the fact that she was an icon. Right. What was that other really good one she had? It was like a slow Glamorous. jam. It was a slow jam. 
I don't know. Oh, where she was like crying. Oh, oh big girls don't cry. Oh yeah, cry. big girls don't oh, cry. Yeah, I cry. And um, the one where she's like something like mm, falling in love. Oh yeah, in uh, love. clumsy. You got me stumbling. Oh, tripping. Oh, fumbling. Oh, crazy because I'm falling in love. In love. So in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't that one was really good too. Wow. We just named all her greatest hits. <laughs> You're welcome. Right. <laughs> a little Fergie moment. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Obviously, it's getting close to Christmas. Oh, and, you yes. know, just the winter holiday season. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite thing about the winter season? And if you believe in Christmas. Do you even celebrate Christmas? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my favorite thing about winter holiday season is how cold it is. I feel like even though it's really cold and I'm uncomfortable, <laughs> something about it just gives me cozy vibes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, knowing that, like, which is so odd now because, like, we've been in a pandemic and everyone's already been home. But I feel like when it's cozy and it's winter time, it's like everyone, of course, everyone's home. Like, there's a reason to be home. It's like cold outside. Yeah. You know, it's like it almost feels right to be indoors and, um, you know, be in the warmth of your room, bed, you know, with a blankie, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's harder during the pandemic, during summertime and like times where like everyone's out. It feels a little bit more um, stressful. Yeah. And like knowing now that everyone's kind of kicking it indoors and we're all just, you know, living life, trying to get through the holidays. Mm-hmm. Something about that is very comforting to me. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Because I think in the summertime, everybody's trying to go out and stuff. You know, yeah. they're like, let's make time of this light and heat. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, in wintertime, I feel like people are more cool with like, yeah, let's cuddle up. Watch some TV. Yeah. Eat good food. Talk about our feelings, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it just brings things to perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the holidays is what usually when you're around the people that you love and care about the most. And even though indirectly, like, people are working a little bit less or, you know what I mean, like, the holidays are coming up, so there's going to be time off. I feel like, yeah, it just makes you, it just makes you focus on the things that actually bring you joy. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of forced to do it because of the holidays and the fact that we have time off. Yeah, um, forces but you to slow down. In, exactly, but in reality, that should be the case all the time. But I feel like during this time, it's kind of forced upon us, which can be sometimes uncomfortable. If you have been neglecting that part of your life all year, mm-hmm. but it's very much necessary. You know, mm-hmm. we need to be with the people that give us love, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like definitely even just for me during Sag season, that's what I think of during the winter holidays, yeah. you know? It's like I want to be around my friends and I want to laugh and like be around people who make me happy, mm-hmm. you know? So I know that sometimes like – going home for like Christmas and stuff can be stressful and like yeah you have that time off but then it like maybe gives you more time to think about how stressful it can be or what you have coming up it gives you perspective yeah but yeah you know take that time to have a good time with your friends or be by yourself and really think about what matters and yeah how lucky you may really be yeah and like replenish yourself Mm -hmm. you know with their energy because mm-hmm. again these are the people that probably care about you the most in the world the people that you're choosing to spend this time off with mm-hmm. so bask in that yeah really for sure 
No, I'm so excited for this weekend because, you know, all of my friends are going to come yeah. for my birthday. And it's I. It's going to be a good It's going to be a good time. And I just feel like when you hang out with your friends, like even if it's just one friend and you get like a good talk going or, yeah. you know, you just get to spend quality time together, I feel like almost like I just came out of church or something, you know, like I feel really rejuvenated and like I can take on more or I have more love to give because they mm -hmm. replenished me, you For know, sure. and I, I hope everyone gets to get out and hang out with their friends and stuff. Cause me too. Cause honestly, that's the best of times, right? <laughs> that's the best of times. And like we said, yeah, it's cold outside, probably everywhere, probably more than it is in California. Let me tell you that. We're, we're real cold here. Right. But I know it's colder <laughs> everywhere else. So Fact. don't like let that kind of, I don't know, I guess don't isolate yourself if you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You know, like have little kickbacks with a couple of friends at your house, you know, mm -hmm. play little drinking games, watch your favorite movies. Like you don't have to be going out to be doing shit. Mm-hmm. And having a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about... Also, the winter holidays is just decorations. Yeah, You know, like, I love all the Christmas vibes. I have this one Grinch sweater that I wear. I've been wearing it, you know, pretty much every day in December. And I wore it every day last year in December when I got it. And I pretty much plan to wear it every day for the following Decembers to come. Because I just It brings like, you joy. You know, the little things. Because I also feel like... Being in the pandemic, all the days, let's be honest, can kind of blur together. <laughs> so decorating, acknowledging these holidays, even if you don't like really celebrate them, helps me like be like, oh, okay, this is this phase. This is what happened in this phase, you know, and kind yeah. of put like a marker of like, okay, well, I can kind of put some memories around it rather than just like, I woke up, I went to work, I did this, I did that, you know? Yeah. That's honestly so true, and I feel like also December hits different during pandemic. You know what I mean? During yeah. the pandemic, December 2020 hit different. December 2021 is hitting different because I feel like when we were just living life before the pandemic, like the year, like because we were so overworked and busy and on the go, go, go all the time, when December came, it was like it felt hectic. Like, oh, my God, now I have to pr process everything I felt everything I was, you know what I mean? Like you're really processing your whole year yeah. because you didn't have the time to do it while you were working and while you were busy. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, they have that time with themselves more throughout the year. So I guess it makes you appreciate that time again, even that much more because you're not processing a year's worth of thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Because we're living, I hope most people are living at a slower pace so they get to check in with themselves more throughout the year rather than wait until the very end yeah oh I never really thought about that and how much more than the holidays can sometimes or was more stressful absolutely before the pandemic because it's like okay I'm processing the year and then maybe I'm processing it with my annoying family yeah you know like that's a lot yeah <laughs> and no wonder there's like blow-ups and things like that you know absolutely or even just like you're processing how much time you didn't give to the people you love yeah and now that's that coming too. back to haunt you when you're around them you know yeah, what I mean? Because like and it's not your fault. Shit. Listen, it's always capitalism. I will right. always blame everything on capitalism. <laughs> when you're overbooked 
and you're busy all the time and you know you're living to work and you're just work work working of course you're gonna feel like okay well I still need to survive before I can have a relationship with my family or my friends or you know give more to my partner I still need to survive you're just literally working to survive you know and like living at a slower pace you get to prioritize those relationships you get Mm -hmm. to do the things you love you don't just have to wait till the end of the year to check in with people yeah yeah. And then I feel like you probably feel happier. Yeah. Too. You get to enjoy it. Exactly. Because it's not catch up time. Like, sorry, I've been gone for this long. Right. Or, oh my God, I'm so stressed. I'm still stressed from the year. Yeah. You actually get to enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. Conversate. Heal. Talk about what you've been up to and not think about the stress of it. Yeah. Really talk about what you've been up to. Yeah. Not how stressed work is making you. Because that's the first thing people talk about. And it's the first answer that's expected of you when someone asks you how you're doing. Yeah. Even though there's so much more to you than your job. So much more. And if you feel that there is only that to you, then time to reprioritize. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. And I think that's why people, you know what I mean? It's the new year. Time to make some goals. Well, are you really going to change it? Like, you know what? I mean? If you're starting at the end, I don't know. Yeah. You want to change. I say this all the time. Change. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for January 1st. Oh, no. Please stop. Mm-mm. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Anytime you want to, you can do it. And stop putting it on a Monday. <laughs> do it on a Tuesday. Okay? Tuesdays are Mars rolled. All right? You have more drive on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Mondays are emotional. You feel sorry for yourself. You don't do it. And then you're like, next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Have the days work in your favor. Or do whatever day you fucking want. You know what I mean? Just yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Just do it. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I don't know if you saw, but our girl Kim passed the baby bar Oh. Yeah, she passed it, which is apparently the harder one. Okay. Um, it's the California one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, she passed it. Okay. And I'm just so happy for her. And I'm, I bet her dad is looking down at her like, yes, Kimmy. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so happy for her. That's so dope. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, everybody knows, or if you don't know, Cal- the California bar is definitely the hardest one yep. to pass. Uh-huh. <laughs> People... And she's been very upfront about how many times she's taken it. This is her third time. Mm. And, like, every time she wouldn't pass, she'd be honest about it and be like, I failed, got to keep going. And, like, she talked about how, like, she's going to keep going. I love that. You know? And I wish more people talked about failing a Mm -hmm. few times, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, talked about it more. Because that just happens. Yeah. That doesn't mean you stop. Right. It's like. You want it bad enough, you keep going. And this is a woman that has, like, four children, right? Mm-hmm. two brands like you know what i mean just right. snl like you know what i mean she's doing shit mm-hmm. she doesn't have to be doing this she wants to you know you could tell yeah for sure for sure and i you know we were talking about this earlier um you said the most successful people obviously have failures too but they don't always like talk about that necessarily but it's it's good for us to learn and I'm happy that she did speak on those Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm sure she had a bunch of other failures too you know what I mean and everybody has failures in this life it doesn't keep them from trying to go get new opportunities Mm -hmm. though you know 
And I think that's what differentiates the people that get what they want versus the ones that complain about how hard it was and that's why they didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Are you going to let your pride win? You know? Like, I feel like that's what it is when you fail and you give up. It's, we're having an honest conversation here. It's embarrassment. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You're embarrassed and you probably think, damn, if I fail again, it's even more embarrassing. But that needs to be replaced with how much you want this for yourself mm-hmm. rather than how it will come off to people if you fail. Right. You know? Right. It you makes should... it about other people when you don't do it because you're scared of being judged. Right. And then honestly, if you're so scared about being judged the entire time, maybe that's not what you should be doing. <laughs> because like when you find your passion – or something you really, really care about, you shouldn't really care how others are viewing you or, like, judging you when you're doing that thing. Because it's about you in that moment. Yes. You know? Absolutely. I feel like as soon as you tie this passion to someone else or, like, you know what I mean, you bring other people into how they view it, if they think you could do it, If they're thinking about why you want it, all these things are literally, it's dangerous mixing these two things. Yeah, because it can Anytime someone has anything to say about it to you, your perception of this passion will change. Mm -hmm. And nothing can shift your perception of your own passion. You know what I mean? Like nothing should be able to. You should just know that you want that and that's for you to get. What anyone else has to say about it, it does not really matter at all. Right. And I and when you find that passion like we're speaking about, when you have these failures, as I say in quotation and obviously with my really funny learning voice, lessons. Exactly. It should be a redirection. It should be uh okay, so don't do it like that, obviously, but how can we fix it to maybe do better, right? Mm-hmm. Like how can I adapt this to to grow? Mm-hmm. Um you don't have to like reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? Like there's probably, there was probably something good there. So tap into it. It, it just more. needs a little tweak. Exactly. You know, but it's so hard because when you fail, you're like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Like, oh my God, yeah. like I should not continue to do this. this. I'm just making myself look bad. You know, that's what people are thinking. That's what I thought. I'm sure you too. Yeah. It's so much easier to just blend into the background and be like, I never wanted to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Which is like probably a lie that you're telling yourself so you don't have to keep trying Yeah. and run the risk of failing again. But it's just you can't let that fear win. Yeah. I mean, how bad do you want it is the, the real question. Right. Because <laughs> if you want it bad enough, you just don't stop. It's, it's true. And if you stop, then maybe you didn't really want it that bad. Exactly. Maybe but maybe. if you stop and then you keep thinking about it, you probably want it. Yeah, so go back and work on it. <laughs> I feel like I also want to give a shout out to Meg because she graduated from yes, college this weekend. One Grammys and graduated I college know. all in the same year. I feel like she went through a lot this year. Like She did. Isn't this... 
I mean, gosh, I literally can't remember. But isn't this the year when fucking stupid ass shot her? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, to be honest, 2021 and 2020 just blend together yeah, same, for me. They're the same thing. But I think same year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the either fact way. that she went through that, persevered, right. continued with her school, duh. And, like, made bomb-ass music that won her Grammys, you know, just on the side. Like, right. <laughs> she's killing it. For real. And I'm so happy for her. And she seems to be in a really healthy relationship mm-hmm. with a man who adores her and values her and treats her with respect mm-hmm. and stands up for her. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is, you know, the first of many great years for her to come. Yes. And just so happy for her. Me too. She and, deserves it, honestly. Right. And for all, you know, the women who accomplish amazing things. And who, Absolutely. Who do so every this day. This one's for you, know? you. Yes. This one's for every single one of you thirds and people you know that have absolutely killed it in one way or another. And I know all of you have. Mm-hmm. So don't discredit that. Right. Whatever it may be for you. Mm-hmm. We see you. We know how hard you work. And you're appreciated for that, even if other people don't always tell you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We value you. Yes. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about if you should go out to drinks with like your roommates or your housemates or and just like how you generally feel about this. Oh my god! You know, put yourself back there. I know we live yeah, together. Yeah, I was now. like, obviously, uh, you go out with me for yeah, drinks. Yeah, that doesn't count. Like, <laughs> but, but like having to think about all my roommate experiences. Yeah, you know, sometimes a little triggering for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like I've been out of it just enough now to the point where I have perspective. Yeah. And so I'm gonna think about this question as if like my younger self was asking me. Yes. And this is what I would respond to her. <laughs> How desperate are you to have friends? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, that is actually a genuine question. Do you have friends outside of this home? Okay, I suggest you go out drinking with them. Have fun with them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because when you come back after a night of drinking with roommates, some boundaries are going to be a little bit crossed. People are going to think y'all are yes. friends now, so they're probably going to little get a little comfortable they might, you know what I mean, have a little less respect for yourself because, you know, they will pull, pull the friend card and be like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, And that's just fact. No, that's so like, true. Like, that is absolutely fact. It's the same thing with coworkers. You go out with them, boundaries are probably crossed. Yeah. So you guys are a little bit more comfortable with each other, which makes it a little bit more uncomfortable when you set boundaries. Right. And this is me telling you the honest tea. You know yes. what I mean? This is what I would tell my younger self. But if you have absolutely no friends... You know what I mean? You're new to the city, whatever. Like, you, these are your only connections. Yeah, you like, go out with them, but be aware of how much of yourself you present to these people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I wouldn't say black out with them. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't say get so fucked up that you tell them your whole life story. And now they know your whole entire business. You know what I mean? And they feel, you know, inclined to, like, know more. That's fact. Right. You know, so it's a matter of privacy for me now. Yeah. No, I totally (laughs) agree with you. I also would not recommend probably hanging out. (laughs) 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 Only because. Y'all, we, and I hope you guys, if you don't know, like, we've lived with hella roommates. Literally. Still love a few of them. Mm -hmm. Most of them, wild, crazy bitches that, like, I just don't know how I even. 
had the privilege. <laughs> I say that very sarcastically. The privilege of living with. Um, yeah. Respectfully. Yeah. And I feel like you're so right because – so imagine if – obviously you're going to get drunk. Boundaries will be crossed. And – when or let's say let's not even say boundaries are crossed let's say you have a good time on that night out right but one of you got more drunk than the other and the other one's maybe judging a little bit right and now (laughs) when it's time to ask to do certain chores or like you need to do this right like they are you're more uncomfortable saying it because you guys had fun together. Yeah, like you're more uncomfortable saying it because you guys had fun together. Exactly. It's harder to set that boundary again. Exactly, like you were saying. And why would you do that, you know? <laughs> I feel like when you're already living with somebody who's outside of your family or somebody you don't know, I think for a lot of people it's really hard to set boundaries, it you know? Is. So – And it makes it even harder to set boundaries after y'all get fucked up together. Right. Or, you know, you think that that's your friend now. It's like, oh, shit. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to make my friend do something. Right. I don't (laughs) want them to be mad at me or I don't want to annoy them. Or or... think about it like this. Maybe you got so fucked up and like, yeah, you fell. Let's say even just something as stupid as that. You fell. The next day, you have to tell them to wash the dishes. But now you're, like, so embarrassed that you fell and they don't take you seriously <laughs> that you're like, damn, maybe I should wash the dishes because I'm the one that was stupid last night. And this is me being 100% no, honest. for sure. You know, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> what I'm really trying to say is keep it professional. This is the Capricorn rising of me coming out. <laughs> A business relationship is always going to be filled with respect. You know, make it like a business relationship at first. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Finally, like set those right boundaries with each other. Make sure that, you know, respect is the number one priority in this relationship and honesty. Mm -hmm. Um, And after you set those boundaries, maybe later on a friendship can be born, you know, Mm -hmm. but don't become friends before you set boundaries because it it just gets harder. But when you're just living with a stranger and you just have these expectations for each other to, you know, have a clean space, you know what I mean? Whatever your rules are, it will make you have a better relationship, a better roommate relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you need a roommate first before you need a friend (laughs) when you're living with someone. I can promise you that. Yes. And if you know what I mean, you know. If you don't, learn about it. (laughs) You'll learn (laughs) if if you're going to have roommates. I would also recommend if you're like, I really do want to drink with my roommates and my housemates, maybe start with having a drink at home first. Really experience how they would even be drunk. You know what I mean? Because what if they're acting a a fool and you don't want to be held responsible for them? You know, like you may be the responsibility, but what if they're the responsibility and you're like, I don't want to be associated with this anymore. It's easier to just be like, okay, go back to your room. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's put you to (laughs) sleep. Or let me go to my room. You want a Benadryl? (laughs) You acting up. I'm going to go to my room. Good night. No, actually, get a lock. You know? (laughs) Some of these bitches might follow you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Another thing, too, though, is like, you you guys... (laughs) I hope you're ready because I'm not trying to come in with like a scary tactic here, but I am trying to keep people prepared. When you drink with people, their real self will come out like the trauma, you know what I mean? The demise of their past relationship, you know, what they're running away from. You know what I mean? All this shit is going to come out. So also be ready for that too. Right. 
you may not want to experience all that right and really get to know them like that like yeah. i hate to say that's what it, i'm but saying like, though let's be honest and it brings me back to my first question do you need a friend that desperately <laughs> i shouldn't be laughing because sometimes yeah you just, and sometimes you, you, do. you do i've been there right. you know what i mean and like you want to you want somebody to hang out with i yeah, get it I that's totally why i said get that i recommend you know, and what we're saying is don't be friends like at all. Like we're saying drinking, you know yeah, what I mean? Drinking yeah. is a different level completely with someone different. rather than hanging out with them sober. Right. And soon I'm sure everyone has realized or will realize there are certain roommates that need to drink. Mm-hmm. Like they don't hang out with you unless they're drinking. Right. And maybe you don't want to be around those people because exactly. then you know that you will also always be drinking. Yeah. And I don't know about y'all, but like. I like my friends to be dynamic. I would, I like to be sober. You know what I mean? I like Absolutely. to be sober too. So if you can't hang out with some friends or you can only hang out with friends when you're like not sober, I feel like that's kind of a red flag. You know? Yeah. Some people are drinking friends and some people are all real friends. Learn the difference between the two. Yeah. Because some people are party friends mm-hmm. and they're okay with that mm-hmm. and they just don't change. It's up to you to realize, okay, this person is a party friend. Right. But and when don't... you're living with someone, it's different. You know, they're always drinking and you want to be their friend. What kind of friend are you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then, like, you know, sometimes the roommates think that you are friends now after you went out this one time and there's, like, expectations. And, like, you don't, you don't want that, you know? Okay, this just honestly makes me think about, like, this whole, like, completely different but same, same topic <laughs> of, like, the word friend. This mm. is one of my goals for 2020. I feel like I'm better at it than most people already, but I don't like calling everyone my friend. Learn to use other words to describe people. Colleague, associate, you yeah. know what I mean? Acquaintance. True. College friend. Oh, True. friend. You know what I mean? Like, these are all different things. Like, I value what friendship means and there's only certain people that give me what a friend gives yeah and i am not going to use that word to describe people that do not give me what i need from a friendship Mm. why would i give that give you that word yeah it's honestly also disrespectful to my friends who are actually friends to me Mm -hmm. um so I, i feel like we throw the term friend around and then people feel obligated to, you know what I mean? Do this for this person, do that for this person. And like, there's expectations set, but that person has never done any of those things for you. So why would you expect them to now? All because you're calling them a friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like the English language Words matter, can be people. so limited in that way though, you know? Cause I feel like I know in other languages, they have lots of words for like different level of friends or different levels of love, you know? And I feel like, I I personally, like, there's some people who I, you're right, like, aren't necessarily my friend, but I wouldn't want to say, like, you're my associate or you're my, just my colleague, you know? I feel like we're kind of closer than that. Acquaintance. So, I feel like acquaintance is kind of cold, too. And that's just my personal opinion, you know what I mean? So, that, I, it's funny because I feel like the English language has so many words, but I feel like sometimes the other words for friends feel colder when I do feel a little bit warmer but you're right they really don't deserve the title friend because they don't treat me or I don't even have the same expectations as them for my friends but I feel like sometimes the other words are not 
representative enough of how I also feel about Mm -hmm. them or the connection we have. Like it's deeper than just like a colleague or, you know, like a mentor or whatever, you know, I, I think friend is just such an easy word to use, you know what I mean? But I see what you're saying that there is no other word and I'm sure there is. We just probably don't know it. Yeah, we don't use it. And we don't use it often (laughs) enough to give meaning to it. You know what I mean? Like there's, I know there are certain words that would probably really accurately describe how I'm feeling, but I don't know of them yet, you know? For sure. Or they haven't been created. That's exactly. the other thing about language now. Like, I'm sure if more people agreed, like, we could create a word Actually, for it. you know, and I feel like it's important to have those words because, again – Using the term friend, it creates different levels of boundaries, even Mm -hmm. though that relationship hasn't been worked on enough to have those boundaries. Yeah. Is my personal belief. So, yeah, sorry to skew off what we were talking about, but that is really honestly one of my goals, and I wish more people would do it too. When you call everyone a friend and they don't treat you like one, you feel dumb, but you're the one that called them a friend. They didn't show you that they were your friend. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like it They've is... They've never proved it to you. <laughs> yeah. And or I... you've never proved it to them, vice versa. Right. And I feel like it is relevant to this conversation because, you know, you may interchange roommate and friend easily, like, because you Absolutely. hang out afterwards. And it's like, eh, yeah. be careful there because that's when the lines start to blur and boundaries could potentially be crossed or you have a bigger issue setting up those boundaries, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, no, I love that you brought this in because I feel like it's really relevant and we have to be more cautious of our words we We really really do do. and honestly I feel like a lot of people value having a lot of friends like let's be honest Mm -hmm. um they value maybe quantity more than quality some people Mm -hmm. um and I feel like they they love having a new friend but like what what makes them a friend you know what I mean you really should ponder and think about that yeah. Mm. hmm hmm I love that. Because I feel like a lot of people are going to realize that these people aren't their friends. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about something that has been on my mind, as always. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Instagram Reels. And it's not just the Reels thing. It's a TikTok thing, too. I just noticed how normal it is for people to just have like a voiceover of someone else talking and them just like posing while that's <laughs> playing and in my head I'm like like where is the originality like is, are people having any more original thoughts and I'm not talking about like the funny ones where it's like a funny voiceover and someone records yeah. a video I'm talking about the people that literally just play someone else like give him a pep giving a pep talk or just spitting some fire shit and they're just like Recording a video of themselves posing as if, like, this means something. Like, what? what is that? You know what I mean? I just have a problem with it because I'm like, what the fuck is that? No. What does this tell so me about you? Funny. If you wanted to post a video of yourself posing, just post a video of yourself posing. Right. right. Or And also, like, lip, almost like lip singing or, like, mouthing the words of it. I don't know why. It just That's feels even so, weirder, too. It feels so They're both weird. When they're not weird. doing, when they're not saying it and they're posing and when they're saying yeah. it. Like, it's a little bit more desperate when they're trying to lip say it. <laughs> it's like, you really try to make it seem like this was you talking. You know? Agreed. But it also is so easy for them to 
copy and repeat, you know what I mean? Because everybody is wanting to get, like, Insta-famous, Yeah, they're popular. You know? And also, I feel like it's another cop-out, because if someone doesn't like what's being said, you can so easily say, oh, this is just a voiceover. Right. It's not me. It's not me. It's not my thoughts. Okay, well, where are your thoughts? No, actually. And again, if you have none, and you just wanted to post a video of yourself posing, that is fine, too. (laughs) Just do it. You're like, remove that audio, yeah, though. You know what I mean? Like, why are we pretending? <laughs> oh, I agree. I'm not a fan of this trend. I can't. But I, I really do kind of feel like it is part of, like, society and them, like, wanting to, like, be doing the coolest, latest things to be, like, relevant themselves. Is that me? No, I mean, it's the truth. And also, it's like the fastest way. You know what people are like, oh, you want something, just imitate what someone else is doing. Maybe you'll get the same results. This is the easiest way to do that. Oh, people like this yeah. audio? I'll just put it on the background of, of my face. Exactly. And hope it does something. So then you'll like it, right? We want the originality. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. Be weird. Yeah. Do your funny things. Be silly. Mm-hmm. Or be sexy or whatever. Whatever your heart desires, you know what I mean? Or be funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wanted to come back with the BuzzFeed questions, part two that of that so dating fun. series. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so um, the next question is, do you have breakup sex, yay or nay? So the answers available are, Worst idea ever. Only if it's on the same day as you broke up. Yes, but no cuddling afterward. (laughs) Sarah's face on number two. Okay, yes, but no cuddling afterward. Only if the breakup was mutual. Oh, okay. I have so many feelings (laughs) about this. this First of all, can I just see this? Yes. Number two is so fucking funny to me. Only if it's on the same day you broke up. Like, that seems like the worst idea ever. The fact that someone specifically said, only if it's today. Like, that's how bad you wanted to fuck them. You couldn't even wait until the next day. You broke up and you're having sex that day. Right. Like, like, what does that mean? I don't want you anymore, but let's fuck. Like, that is sounds like literally terrible. I think also, <laughs> yes, but no cuddling afterward is so funny. It's like, yes. But boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) Leave right after. Oh, my God. It's like, you can have my pussy, but not my heart. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but my answer to this is only if the breakup was mutual. Because, listen, other than that, it's the worst idea ever. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I feel like if the breakup was mutual, that means that both of you know that, like, this ain't this this ain't the one for you. Mm-hmm. But should you get off one last time? Fuck yeah. Fucking get off. Yeah. If no one's feelings are going to get hurt and both of you are on the same page, <laughs> fuck it up. I don't give a fuck. Right. You know? But if there's any feelings involved, I mean any, and you think about potential... Oh my god, no. Worst right, or idea being ever. Sad or Worst like, idea ever. Yeah. Leave, please. Especially because yeah. we've talked about this when, um, you know, the only thing good about the relationship is the sex and you have sex again. You're going to be like, oh my god, I forgot I love you. Yeah. 
that is a dangerous, dangerous game. It is. It is. I feel like you're so right. It would be good if it's mutual, but I feel like there's, and it's actually probably happening more as we're maturing out here and we're growing into like adults and shit. Like, let me give people some more credit. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. I feel like (laughs) every time I've been like, yeah, let's have like breakup sex. Cause like I don't care. You would care. You, oh, know you, what care. I mean? you care. You know what I mean? Wait, no, so- come on. <laughs> Another name for breakup sex is closure. Like, right. My least favorite word I think on earth. <laughs> Every time I- it's worse than moist. Like moist <laughs> doesn't even matter to me anymore. Moist is whatever. Closure. I'm like shut Closure's the fuck the up with that. Please shut up. Please. If you want to fuck them, just fuck them. Stop saying it's for closure. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You are so right though. Because you just want to fuck and you're trying to stay together. Exactly. You're trying to see if you can reel them back in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're trying to see if you can fix it. But look how good it is when we have sex. You can have sex with anyone. Do you for- want to? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to be so aggressive, but truly, I feel like a lot of people blur those lines. The lines that they so clearly drew when they broke up with them. Oh my gosh, yeah. With more fucking and more mm-hmm. sex. Because, like, when you have sex with someone, that is such an intimate moment. Like, how can the boundaries not get crossed again? Yeah. Like, what's happening there, really? You Nothing. know? You're literally just intertwining and you're back and every, you know what I mean? Every <laughs> tie that you worked so hard to break is just, you know what I mean? It's tied up together all over again because you had sex. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm, mm. Ah, yeah, I just feel like it's probably more likely the worst idea ever. It honestly you know? is the absolute worst idea. And it's the one that gets done the most. <laughs> yeah. After a fucking breakup. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, next question is, what's the most dramatic thing to do post-breakup? First is, get a wild new haircut. Tweet about your ex. (laughs) Send your ex a thirst trap. (laughs) Block your ex's number. Oh, so it didn't say what's the right thing. The most dramatic thing to do? Yeah. Okay, well, I already know which one I'm not doing, which is send your ex a thirst trap. Like, I don't know why. Again, it brings me back to do you still want them? (laughs) Because the signs are pointing yes. Right. You know, but I feel like I love to tweet, so I probably say tweet. But also, like, don't use their name. You know what I mean? Just Mm. let it all out. You know? Let the Mm. world know. See who relates, you know? (laughs) You know? Express yourself. Yes. As long as that prevents you from freaking sending them a thirst trap. Yeah, express yourself. Yeah. Um, I've gotten the haircut thing before. Hated it. Worst thing ever. (laughs) It works for some people. You know, make sure you like the hair. Yeah. Don't just be all crazy with it. Like, yeah, I'm crazy. Like, you know, like, you're going (laughs) to... Wake up the next day and the adrenaline won't be there and you'll be stuck with this hair. So be sure that you actually want to get this haircut. Maybe get a trim. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Or like dye it. But honestly, the best thing to do is block your ex's number. Yeah. But I feel like that's not dramatic. Yeah. You know, so the question kind of was weird for me. Because what's the most dramatic thing to do? Probably send your ex a thirst trap, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But the right thing to do is to block his number. Correct. What Uh, do you think? I agree, and agree with really all of your reasoning. Um, I feel like... I know you didn't ask me to give reasoning to all of that, but I just couldn't help myself. (laughs) I went through each one, like, and this is why this is right, and this is why this is wrong. (laughs) I can't even. 
can't even help myself. <laughs> no, I like it though because then we understand your reasoning. Exactly. You know, which is which is important. Thank you. It helps it helps others understand make, theirs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And make better decisions. So what do you think? Hopefully, you know. Mm-hmm. Um okay, most dramatic thing, I feel like it could be really dramatic to get like a wild new haircut. Yeah. You know, Fact. like if But I feel you, like everyone does it. It's like it's a known true. thing, right? I'm not saying it's not dramatic, yeah. but I'm saying like it's like the normal thing people a lot of people talk about after a breakup, right? Like, oh, just cut they my do. hair. Like, they I need to cut my hair. I'm going to dye my hair. You know, a big change physically. Yeah. No, that's true. It's true. It's an easy, easy one to do. For some reason, I was just thinking of, like, imagine you, like, broke up and you did, like, a really big chop, like a pixie yeah, chop or for something. for sure. You know, I for feel like sure. that would be uh-huh. pretty dramatic. But uh-huh. a regular trim. <laughs> no, I feel like, yeah. No, I feel like a haircut is yeah. dramatic. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but it is very common. It yeah, is it's common, common but mm-hmm. it's, I would say it's dramatic. Yeah. And then I would definitely just tweet about my ex. I feel like I sometimes do that now. <laughs> so definitely would do that. But yeah, it wouldn't be the most dramatic thing I would do, you yeah. know? Definitely sending, sending a thirst trap. Like, why would you try and re-engage with your ex? Like, isn't, isn't the exciting thing about, like, a post-breakup is, like, being single and, like, the new opportunities of, like, right. I would I hope it's date? sending a thirst trap to someone that's not your ex. Like, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. I recommend everyone to do that. Right. And not someone from your past. Right. <laughs> or you- stop recycling the same five people. Meet new people. Yeah. The love of your life is not that one person you met like 10 years ago and it just didn't work out so maybe it's them no it's not them go find someone new (laughs) (laughs) was that mean was that was that mean (laughs) it was the truth (laughs) we needed we needed to hear it you know we needed to hear it i'm just saying i think someone better is out there i really do for sure if a friend asked me i'd be like i think someone better is there even better think bigger think better (laughs) well i mean it's true even in the sense it's like you're not that same person you were five ten however many years ago it's gonna be weird because you're gonna have to make yourself smaller to be able to connect reconnect in that relationship you know because that's what will make you relate to them again is thinking about your old self Mm mm-hmm and you're better than that. You're bigger than that. You're more deserving. Mm-hmm. You're more evolved. Exactly. And ready for more and better love. Exactly. It didn't serve you then for a reason. I feel like we just forget and you get nostalgic and stuff. Yeah. But like it literally didn't serve you then. Like trust your younger self and like do right by your younger and older self now to like push yourself to meet new people and get Greater better heights. opportunities. Yes. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Your Mr. Ryder, Mrs. Ryder, Mrs. Whoever they's is out there just waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Just got to be open. And ready for change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's comfortable going back to those people. It is. You know, you just got to take a risk and think about something even more exciting coming into your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it will be more exciting. It really will. And you'll get to <laughs> share your whole story with them instead of catch them up on the last eight years. Yeah. Mm. you know mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful moment mm-hmm. meeting someone new and telling them all about yourself mm-hmm. in a way that you want to rather than how they've perceived you mm-hmm. it's like you get to set the foundation 
of the relationship moving forward. You know, you get to present Absolutely. who you want to be, mm-hmm. which is the great thing about making new relationships and friends and stuff like that. Experiencing new things. Mm-hmm. Starting fresh is fun. It is. <laughs> the next question is, <laughs> I feel like I already know Sarah's answered, but I'm going to ask anyways. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it says, Here you go. should you keep communication open after a breakup? <laughs> Always cut them off cold turkey. Only to arrange getting your stuff back. <laughs> Only to send funny memes. Totally chill if the breakup was amicable. <laughs> Yeah, I would say always cut them off cold turkey. <laughs> like, honestly, why? No, just no. Yeah. Cut them off. Like, this is post-breakup. You already did the breakup. Yeah. Everything's done. I would even go as far as, like, you know, now me. I'm obviously in a happy relationship. But if I was in a breakup, I wouldn't even want to talk to them about arranging my stuff back. I'm going to send my people to your people. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's how much I love myself nowadays. I love that. She's like, like I'm going to send my people to your people. I don't even want to see you. I really don't. And why should I? You know, I'm going to protect my peace. Absolutely. I love myself way too much for that. Oh, my gosh. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that. Because <laughs> I got people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, that is so freaking She got high standards, honey. That is so funny. And that's on growth, because listen, (laughs) (laughs) 10 years ago, 5 years ago, it would have been a different answer. (laughs) I feel that. Honestly, I would have had any reason to hit them up (laughs) 5 years ago. (laughs) No, for sure. I I feel like... I would have done any of these. I feel like I would have done any of these depending on my age. You know, now that I'm older, of course, yes. Cut them off cold turkey. We broke up. Fuck you. I I obviously don't want anything to do with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I probably don't even want my stuff back. I was smarter. I I was probably planning this breakup for a while, so I've probably been slowly Slowly taking taking my things things back. That's very smart. (laughs) That's really responsible, Maya. I love that. Wow, we're both great. Right. But I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, after a post-breakup, I would totally think that it was still okay to, like, send funny memes and, yeah. like, act like, you know, we could I mean, it, we have to be honest. It's hard. Because yeah. that person is your one of your best friends, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you want to share things that are happening. But hopefully, you know, later in life, you realize you have friends. You, you don't need that friend. Right. That friend is gone. Right. Bye-bye. Like, it's, it's fine. It's literally like the roommates. How desperate are you for a friend? You know what I mean? How desperate are you that you still need this boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you want to call them? Um, You still need them? Yeah. Send your meme to a real friend. (laughs) Send it to someone else. Fucking relax. Send it to your roommate. Like, what do you you still have in common? That's, like, my other thing. You know what I mean? No, I mean, listen, it's it's an act of desperation of still wanting to have that bond between the two of you. Let's be honest. You stop sending those memes. That bond is slowly dying. Mm-hmm. you know it is that keeps the connection still there it's kind of actually the worst way to do a breakup because you're not really breaking up yeah. you're not really going through the sorrow of losing this person in your everyday routine mm-hmm. you're not willing to do that yet right you know that's when the breakup really happens is when you stop talking actually and you feel that emptiness in your life that is when a breakup is happening yeah no you need that separation absolutely and there's anxiety with it you know Mm -hmm. 
For sure. I mean, yeah. We're part of your life, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's just natural. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. You're grieving, to be honest. You're grieving. No one might have physically died, but you're still grieving the loss of someone in your life. Mm Mm-hmm. Someone you spend a lot of time with. And as we always say, time is the most valuable thing in this life or one of the most valuable things in this life you know absolutely um so yeah i get why it's disappointing when you're like i spent this time (laughs) all right it's time for our youtube questions are you Mm -hmm. ready yes we asked the question in our youtube video who are the biggest flexors of the zodiac so go check out that youtube video because it's hilarious charmed (laughs) and dangerous on youtube go check it out and from that video we pulled the question which out of the signs you picked is the most image conscious Oh my gosh. I feel like all of them are pretty image conscious. But maybe the most image conscious, I would say Leo. Um, And that's because I feel like they really also put a lot of effort into their physical appearance, making sure that they have connections with their friends. Um, I feel like Capricorn doesn't put as much effort into those connections as Leo does and making sure that everyone's like, hey, see how good I'm looking? I'm flexing over here, you know? And I feel like Libra definitely is close. Like, she's a close second there. (laughs) They're a close second there for me. Yeah. Uh, Because they definitely obviously care about how they're perceived and, like, their status and stuff like that. But to me, I feel like Leo's really, really take the cake. Yeah. What about for you? No, I mean, I totally feel what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so hard for me to pick because mm-hmm. Leo just, yeah, because of their physical need to look right, I can't help but think of them as the most image conscious. But then I was teetering back and forth between Capricorn, and honestly, I picked mm. Capricorn in the end because I feel like their image is safety to them. You True. know, Capricorn is Cancer's sister sign. Yeah, I feel like they're work guarantees a happy home life so if you fuck with their reputation then you're fucking with their money which fucks with the safety of their home yeah like i feel like it is very deep rooted for capricorns um where i feel like leo's yes they're image conscious but it's kind of for more it's for different reasons it's a little bit more it's a little bit more vain for them yeah i think it's whereas i feel like Mm -hmm. for capricorn like it's a safety issue yeah no, for sure. I totally agree with that. And that's funny because I feel like that's ultimately why I picked Leo because mm-hmm. I thought like image conscious, like to me it is more of a vain or like superficial thing. Like yeah. because I don't necessarily think Capricorn – I even said it in the video. I don't think Capricorn goes out here trying to flex on people. They just do it. They yeah. just work hard. It's so a natural like, thing. It's natural, like, <laughs> of course, you know. But I don't necessarily know if they're like, I'm putting on this outfit to, like, look good and make sure, like, I'm presenting to be my best. I mean, they totally yeah. do because they show up for work on time. They're always looking – presentable you know like they do the same things as leo really ultimately but i just felt like to me image conscious is more vain and i feel like leo does it for more vain reasons but i totally Mm. agree with you that capricorn does it for security reasons and again i still stand on the fact that they don't even really mean to be flexing out here yeah you know (laughs) 
I mean, honestly, the ones who be flexing don't really need to be because they already look good. You know what I mean? They try. And that's usually enough yeah. for both of these signs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. The second question we're discussing is which sign has given you the worst read or diss? And in the YouTube video, we gave y'all our top five zodiac signs that give you like the best reads, clapbacks, disses, yes. and just really can like end your life with their words. Uh-huh. So again, the question is, which sign has given you the worst read or diss? Poisonally. Uh, okay, I had to think about this, you know, from experience, you know what I mean? Not yes. like how I think about your signs and truly it's cancer for me. Mm. I feel like cancer thinks going for the jugular and below the belt is like a diss. You have to use your words a little bit more carefully. Like that to me is the art of dissing and clapping back is using the right verbiage to make the person like feel a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I feel like when cancer gets to that level where they want to do clapbacks and disses, they don't know how to keep it lighthearted. They always go for the jugular and say some really out of pocket <laughs> shit. Like you can't help but feel hurt, but it's like, holy shit. I didn't know we were actually like trying to bring pain upon one another. <laughs> And that is why I have to pick cancer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They get so mean. They really do. And being mean is not the same oh as gosh. dissing, clapping back, and reading. You know what yeah. I mean? You're just being mean. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they know how to be really mean and, like, you know, hit below the belt. Yeah, for sure. What do you think? For sure. I feel like it was honestly a tie for me between Virgo and Scorpio. Mmm. Both of these signs have really read me to filth in ways that I will never discuss with anyone else. Like, those things are going to live with me in my mind forever, you know, uh -huh. or in my journals. Like, that's not for, like, other people to know is, like, how, is how hurtful the things they said were. <laughs> and I really can't, again, I can't, I don't want to go into more detail because it's so hurtful. Yeah. They, they really have me fucked up. Um, but both of them equally were hurtful in different reasons. And I guess I can go into that a little bit. I feel like Scorpio was hurtful because they, <laughs> I thought we had bonded <laughs> in this way. And more importantly, you know, I think they really made me feel special. And then they took it all away. They took it all away. Oh, and then Maya, the way she's <laughs> clenching her neck right now, like she, I want you guys to be like very third. I need you guys to be very, very happy with what you're getting right now because Maya really didn't want to say this out loud, but she is doing it for y'all. <laughs> like, so I see how uncomfortable you are. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. You got this. You got this. That was good. That was good. Okay. And then the Virgo, the Virgos, this is just run in my head like mean, <laughs> like, like a nagging yeah like a nagging like mean girl like telling oh you God. you can't you know oh fuck that I yeah. hate that no like everything that I was like like all of my insecurities I feel like low-key like came from a Virgo yeah fuck you know? that no for sure the way that they give their reads like how can I forget yeah no for sure they do it so eloquently you know what yeah. I mean and I have to say this real quick before we leave too 
I thought the question was gives the worst disses, like they're not good disses. Oh. Which is totally fine. <laughs> we were on different pages, but I feel like we both answered our own feelings for that question in our own way. So yeah. when I say cancer, I meant like worse. Like they really don't know how to diss. They people. don't know how to do it. They yeah. just go but, for it. And them. you said it like they're doing it so bad that it hurts. Yes. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Do you have it third? Yes. Okay. I think they have it. Cool. <laughs> All right, lovely people. Thank you for hanging out with us while we, you know, talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about and you join us. Mm -hmm. We hope you loved it. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Tell all your people about us, about how we made you laugh, because mm -hmm. I know we made you giggle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we know you laughed. Make sure you leave, like, a review on whatever platform it is yes. you're listening to us on. That really helps us. Even if you just give us, like, a like or, like, some stars or whatever. Yeah. You know, that helps us. It helps us. Yeah, we would appreciate that so, so, so much. Don't yeah. forget to also subscribe to us on YouTube if you're not already. We're going to be posting videos of the podcast soon. Mm -hmm. um, coming to a screen near you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys so much. Don't so forget much. to follow us on our socials. Mm -hmm. Charmed and Dangerous. Twitter handles are in the YouTube description boxes. Mm -hmm. um, we love you guys. So much. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.